game. Blouses. Gallon Chuck. Disaster. Uh, forget it. Disaster. Well, I mean, I'm no doctor. We now join America's most popular show already in progress. Everybody loves Mitch and Sean. You guys are the greatest duo. Fantastic. That team sure did suck last night. They just played sucked. I've seen teams suck before, but they were the suckiest bunch of sucks that ever sucked. Everybody and welcome to another edition of the Post Game Pints Podcast. My name is Mitch Gallo with Sean Campbell. As you can see, uh, I'm at my usual location, my basement, and uh, Campbell is outside somewhere, squinty-eyed, wearing the sunglasses. What's going on over there, buddy? I'm in Tampa. I'm ready for the Cup Final. I'm in Tampa Bay. I don't know where you are, man. Why aren't you with me in Tampa Bay? It's the Canadians and the Tampa Bay Lightning in the final. Like. Why are you not here with me? I'm in Tampa. You know, Campbell, uh, just based on your background, uh, Tampa isn't uh, as nice as I remember it to be. Really? Look, <laughs> little LeBron in the corner there. You got that? See, I bring, I bring the Lab Series with me, courtesy of, of course, the Post Game Pines podcast brought to you by LeBron's Brewery. Check it out. Brand new terrace. Almost as nice as the terrace that I'm on right now. Looking good, my friend. And by the way, in front oh, of me by the right way, here. Look, look at this terrace. It's got a unicorn. That's a heck of a pool. I don't know. You see this? Yeah. This is oh, my hockey. That, yeah, that's the Etu Brut. That is my favorite at LeBras, besides the Campbell play-by-play IPA. See, it, it's funny, right? Because it says uh, the beer is called Etu Brut. But I've been reading it for hockey season. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, that's it's one of my favorites. Beer. Oh, yeah, for sure. So I'm in Tampa, you're in Montreal, but it's Montreal and Tampa for the Stanley Cup final. And we have to put together a post game pints Stanley Cup preview. Are you ready to do this? Uh, I'm as ready as I'll ever be, I guess, because. I have to say, a Montreal Canadiens, Tampa Bay Lightning Stanley Cup final is something I never thought I'd see. It's quite amazing for the Canadians, by the way, if you think about this, Mitch. They could go through the Leafs and Tampa Bay, the two top. And like, if they went through the Bruins somehow, it would have been amazing. But they went through the Leafs and Tampa, if they go and win the Stanley Cup, by the way, they have not gone through Tampa Bay yet, to win the two division rivals. But also one of the best teams in the West in Vegas. They didn't get Colorado, but they got Vegas. And then, you know, Winnipeg along the way. But if they go on and win the Stanley Cup, they did it through their division that never was a division this year. Like, there's so many stories here heading into the Stanley Cup, Stanley Cup final. Yeah, well, you know what, Sean? This is actually something I really like about uh, this specific Stanley Cup final because it's something we'll never see. 
every year when you have the Stanley Cup final, every yeah. single year, it's between two teams that aren't familiar with each other and only play twice a year. That's yeah. every year. This year, not the same. You're playing it's two teams playing against each other that are rivals. Like these teams have met in the Stanley Cup playoffs in recent memory. Now I know a lot of the players are moving parts, but still there was a good rivalry there at one point with the Tampa Bay Lightning and the Montreal Canadiens. And now we get yeah. to see them face off in the Stanley Cup final. Sean, this not 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 to exaggerate, but this would be like the Yankees playing the Red Sox in the World Series. Yeah, or absolutely uh, the Green Bay Packers playing against the Chicago Bears in the Super Bowl. Like it's something that can never happen. You can't usually see two teams in the same division meet for the championship. But yet here we are. And you're right. They meet up with uh, Toronto in the first round, Tampa Bay in the Stanley Cup five, almost bookends things. And, you know, just think, Sean, uh, next season, if and when things return to normal, uh, that division is going to be real tough. Like I, Boston's still going to be there. Toronto's going to be good. Tampa's going to be good. Uh, we saw what Florida, Florida was able to do without Ekblad. I think Ottawa is a is an up and coming team. They're going to be improved. We'll give them a couple of years, Sean. Uh, they're going to yeah, be not, better. Not, not next year. And sorry, Buffalo, you're not good enough either. Oh, uh, you know, I was even going to throw Detroit in as being an up and coming team, but Buffalo, yeah, Buffalo sucks. Buffalo's off. Buffalo, Detroit, Ottawa, you got nothing. You got nothing, but you're right. I don't, I, I think next regular season, whatever happens to the Canadians, it's going to be a battle to get in the playoffs. I, I, I do believe that they're not going to be like, Oh, they, they were, they got to the Stanley cup final where they won the Stanley cup. They're going to be a, a playoff team. No, that's not how the Canadians are built. You could see there are teams that get to the playoffs and there's teams that are built in the playoffs. And the Canadians are one of those teams that are built in the playoffs. And you're seeing that as they get into the final facing the Tampa Bay lightning, but it's a once in a lifetime opportunity. It's Montreal, Tampa Bay. There's going to be a lot of Montreal Canadians fans in Tampa Bay with no me since, since I'm in Tampa. Can't you tell I'm in Tampa Bay uh, and uh, they're going to be at the game and there it's going to be a good environment. But you know, I was joking with you before the playoffs started that, Boston, Montreal, Stanley Cup final. We were excited. That was a possibility. But you know what? This is a pretty good second possible set Stanley Cup final between Montreal and Tampa Bay. So this is pretty neat. And here on the Post Game Pines podcast, we want to preview that Stanley Cup final. Well, so many storylines going in. And I think you were, you were the one that uh, first mentioned the possibility of the Stanley Cup final being Boston against uh, Montreal. Too bad it wasn't that, but still, you're right. We get a heck of a series between the uh, Tampa Bay yeah. Lightning and the Montreal Canadiens. So when it comes to uh, this preview, where do you want to start? Well, why don't we go position by position? Forwards okay, versus like forwards, defense, yeah. defense, defense, and goalies versus goalies. Let's go reverse and start goalie versus goalie because this is such a, an amazing storyline. Uh, Carey Price was known as the best goaltender in the, stand, in, in, the, in the NHL for years. And then Vasilevsky came along. And Vasilevsky's pretty much taken that. Vasilevsky is the best goalie in the, in the National Hockey League. But Carey Price is playing like the best goalie in the National Hockey League. They both get paid millions of dollars. Who has an edge? Is there an edge here, Mitch? I mean, it's uh, two of the best goalies of all time. And they're, they're going head-to-head. -head. Is there an edge? I don't, I don't think so. This would be – and again, you know – uh, like Simon Salikas always uses his football analogies and I'm sorry yeah. if I get caught up with the baseball analogies here, but this is like, if I was watching two starting pitching, two, two start, starting pitchers uh, in their prime and you're like, uh, Mitch, 
uh, game one of the World Series. It's Pedro Martinez against Randy Johnson. Who has the edge? Pedro! Pedro! <laughs> Pedro has the edge. Yeah, you know, uh, I love Pedro. Expos through and through. But they're yes, both Expos, I know. Yeah. Shut up, but Randy wasn't an Expo. Shut up. Randy Johnson, yeah. you were not an Expo. He was an Expo, Sean. Not as long, but uh, I'm, I'm still proud of the fact that he played for the X. But uh, again, it's it's. I look at the two guys. I'm like, I know, both I know what you They're mean. Yeah, both amazing. Hey, you go to a, it's like a, okay, I'll I'll go the Simon Silicus route. I'll go football. It's like it's the Super Bowl. You get Manning versus Brady. Who has the edge? Now maybe you go with Brady because of the uh, championship uh, experience, but still, it's the two uh, best of their generation. You know, you, you look at uh, Crosby versus Ovechkin. Okay, you like Crosby better, but, you know, they're yeah. two of the best of their when, – when it comes to this position, Sean, I, I'm not going to just say they're both amazing and leave it at that. My belief is that if they both play to their maximum capabilities, I give the edge to Price. I think if Price plays as well as he can play, I'm gonna, I don't, mean, I'm I don't even mean to make that face, Mitch. I don't even make, mean to make that face, but here's the thing. Vasilevsky in serious clinching games has now has what four shutouts in a row. I'm not saying anything bad about Vasilevsky. I know, but I know Montrealers are going to go. The edge is to carry price. I'm giving the edge to Vasilevsky. I'm sorry. And, and it's big game ability. It's who's done it lately. And this is nothing against what carry price has done or can do, but I'm not going to sit on the fence and say it's a push, Mitch, and you're not either. But when you're saying if they're both on top of their game and they're right there, I'm giving it to the younger Vasilevsky. And I think he has a – and this is not a slight on price, which everyone's going to take as a slight on price. And you, you're saying it's not a slight on Vasilevsky. But if you're asking what the edge is, like I'm going with a little bit of youth. I'm going with the been there, done that. Uh, he's a champion. I'm going Vasilevsky, edge over Carey Price heading into the Stanley Cup final. Yeah, I'm okay. With, I'm okay with you saying that. And again, they're both amazing, so it's hard to talk uh, badly about one or the other. And I'm not talking bad. I'm just talking good about one. Yeah, and again, you you mentioned uh, the the youth of Vasilevsky, and certainly I'm not going to discount that. But I I will say there's a lot more miles on Vasilevsky from last year into this year uh, throughout the season where Carey Price has played less hockey. Good point, and Carey Price gained a little bit more rest heading into the final than Vasilevsky, uh, who had to really push for that uh, game seven. Okay, let's go to defense. Who has the edge on defense? Montreal, whose defense core has been outstanding through the first three. Like, I don't know if, you know, we, we've talked about how good that defense core was all season long and how good they should be, but now they're showing how good they are, and now they're heading into a final uh, against the Tampa Bay Lightning. Which defense core do you give an edge to? Well, all right. People aren't going to like this, but I'll, I'll, I'll go by uh, pairings, okay? So, Sarat Weber yep. versus Hedman and Ruta. Okay. I'm going to go with Hedman and Ruta. Hedman's the okay. best defenseman in the in the Darden League. Okay, so yep. I'll take the best defenseman, and he's going to log more minutes probably than anybody else uh, in the series. Quick question for you: If I said Hedman McDonough, Hedman Sergachev, Hedman Savard, Hedman like if I give you Hedman and any other Tampa Bay defenseman, are you still taking that pairing? Yes. 
Okay, that continue. Continue. I was <laughs> yeah. just checking with you. Please and, and, continue because you know what I'm talking about. And feel free to uh, feel free to disagree with me at any point. Um, Comment do you, down below. Comment down below if hey, you're Campbell, listening on uh, SoundCloud, can, uh, Spotify, or wherever, or YouTube. Can you do me a favor and uh, stall for a second? Yeah, for sure. I because can stall. Uh, my laptop, I just realized I haven't had it plugged in, okay. and uh, we gonna die. Okay, so you go fix that up, and I'll and I, and what I'll say is, I think that you could a hundred percent go with Headman and whoever on that blue line because I am with you. When it comes to the pairings, and you're talking about Weber and Sherrod, which is the one Chuck's top the pairing. If you want to go Edmondson and Petrie as your top pairing, that's okay. But I still don't think that that compares with what the Tampa Bay Lightning do with their top pairing. And Hedman, and you could pair them up with whoever you want. And everyone's going to go, Yan Ruda. Who's Yan Ruda? Yan Ruda knows how to play defense. So that is still an elite top pairing with Yan Ruda. And, and Victor Hedman. So I am not, Mitch, I like to disagree with you. I am not disagreeing with you on that top pairing. So go second pairing, Mitch. All right, second uh, pairing, we have Jeff Petrie and Joel Edmondson against Ryan McDonough and Eric Cernak. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Cernak, by the way, see, same thing I just said about Ruda. People don't understand how good no, he no, is. No, no, no. I think, I think uh, Cernak is one of those guys. He's better oh. than Ruda. And he doesn't get enough credit. Oh, no. And McDonough and Chernak. I think this is one that maybe the Canadians have an edge on. I think McDonough is unbelievable. And we know he's a former draft pick with the Montreal Canadiens. But I think this is the pairing where the Canadians might have an edge. McDonough and Chernak. And I'm with you. I think Chernak is actually better than Ruda. But I think Hedman's like way up here. But Petrie and Edmondson as a second pairing, that's a top pairing. That is a top pairing. The Canadians almost have two top pairings. So I might give the edge to the Canadians here. I don't know if you do. Uh, I, I'm going to say it's a wash. I think uh, Petrie is the best offensive uh, defenseman of any of the four we just named. I think uh, McDonough is probably the most solid defenseman of, of any of the ones we just named. I think uh, Chernak and, um, and Edmondson are probably comparable when it comes to uh, physicality and imposing themselves. Uh, in a game so i'm gonna say i'm gonna say it's a wash I'll, I'll just i'll say it's equal okay i'm gonna give i'm gonna give a slight edge to temp uh to montreal on that one montreal. a slight okay. a slight sorry montreal and, uh and, now we get uh, now now here so third pairing savard and Sergey yeah versus maron gustafson but it's not fair because the canadians don't play maron gustafson together so you have to no. put gustafson and weber or merrill and petrie because i think that's where the canadians might have an edge is because they don't play together. But if you put Gustafsson and, and Weber versus Sergachev and Savard, the Canadians, I think, have an edge. Yeah, that, that's a good point. It's worked for the Canadians the way they, they've deployed their defensemen. You know, we're seeing uh, Gustafsson play games of uh, seven to 10 minutes. Merrill, they'll use him a little bit more than uh, Gustafsson and, and play him uh, with, with different defensemen at different times. So it's kind of hard to just say straight up. Uh, third pair versus first pair and third pair in a combination. It's complicated. So I'll just say all in all, I think Tampa Bay has the better defense. Okay. So let's move to the forwards. And I, yep. and by the way, I, I think Tampa Bay has the better defense too. And I do think it's almost a push. It's almost a push. And it like the goalies, 
I'm giving the slight edge to Vasilevsky, but I'm giving the slight edge to Tampa Bay on the defense. That's two for two for Tampa Bay for me. Uh, forwards, Mitch. Yeah. And the forwards have taken a different look now. Yoel Armia is out with COVID, which <laughs> mind-blown yeah, here. We'll, we'll, we'll see where that goes, right? He didn't travel with the team to Tampa Bay, but, you know, may, maybe it's a false positive. Maybe he's on a charter yeah. the next day. Like, we, we, there's too much we don't know. Yeah. Uh, but, yes, uh, that fourth line for Montreal – has been great. Armia has been a big part of it. Uh, Evans practiced on that line today. So let's be under the assumption that Evans plays game one when we do our breakdown here, okay? Okay, that's fine. But I think, and I love Evans. You know I do. But for what Yoel Armia does, it's a huge, huge downgrade for the Canadians. He's different. If they you, don't if the you, same style. If you ask me Evans for Lackanen or Evans was playing for Byron, but Evans for Armia, I don't yeah. know if I like it. I don't know if I like it, Mitch. To- totally with you. Totally with you. Uh, Armia was just such a nice fit on that yeah. line. Uh, they had great chemistry, and they're just different. And now Evans, you know, he plays with a little more pace and the yeah. good stall and Perry, where Armia was kind of at the same pace. They all use their their reach and and, the, and their bodies to protect the buck. It's just it changes everything, but. Let's let's start uh, scoring line versus scoring line. All right, I know uh, the Dano Gallagher line is in the matchup game, uh, but uh, let's say okay, uh, Suzuki, Toffoli, Caulfield against Platt, Point, and Kucherov. It's not close, Mitch. It's not close. I'm sorry. I know everybody. I'm. You know how I feel about Nick Suzuki. Tyler Toffoli will do what Tyler Toffoli does. But is Tyler Toffoli the point, top point getter on the Canadians? Nick Kucherov? Is he Nikita Kucherov? No, I mean, I Nikita love, Kucherov is a 120-point player. I, I just – it's not close. If you're, if you're going mono a mono that, and I know that's not going to be the one-on-one matchup that the Canadians are going to have, but, Mitch, it's not close. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's not close. No, Tampa by a mile. I'm, I'm with you, Tampa by a mile. And just because we're comparing the lines. Oh, no, I know. I know what you mean, but I'm just, I want you to know that. And I, and I think you know what I mean. It's not close. All right. Uh, line two, let's say it's uh, Dano, uh, Gallagher, and Lekkinen against Killarn, uh, Sorelli, Stam- and Stamkos. Stamkos. It's not that close either, Mitch. I think uh, when you look at that it's line. It's closer. Yeah. I think when you look at that, that line, Sorelli is, again, one of the most underrated guys in the league. I don't think people know how good Sorelli is. Uh, you look at uh, Dano and all the credit he gets defensively. Sorelli yeah. is as good as Dano is defensively, but has a lot more offense than Dano does. Uh, so yeah. that line concerns me a bit. Let's go to uh, the next line, Sean. And uh, this is where I think uh, the Canadians might have a little bit of an edge. Uh, you have uh, Goudreau, Gord, and Coleman against Kakanyemi, Anderson, and Byron. All right, go ahead. You go on this one. Well, I, I think this is where the Canadians have an edge uh, as far as breaking down the lines against each other. I think that uh, Byron brings the speed. Kakanyemi has uh, the size and the offensive abilities, and Anderson's the power forward. I think the Tampa Bay third line is more of a shit-disturbing line. They're going to be in on the four-check. They're not going to be fun to play. Yeah. 
but I don't think they add as much to a game offensively and in different areas, penalty kill power play, like the three I just named for the Canadians. Talking to me factors in on the power play, so does Anderson. A Byron on the penalty kill really raises their speed quotient too. Uh, I just feel like uh, the, the three guys for Tampa Bay, they play a role and they're good players and I like them. I just think if I'm talking about the impact that the two lines can have, I'm going to give the, the edge to uh, the Canadians line. Okay. I'll give the edge to the Canadians if the Canadians get good cock and yummy. <laughs> yeah. If they don't okay. get good cock and yummy, because I know I'm going to get good Yanni Gord. I know I'm going to get good Goudreau. I know I'm going to get good. Like, it just, it, I know what I'm going to get from Anderson and Byron. It's very simple. They're, they're simple hockey players. Cock and yummy is maybe the most complicated player to ever play for the Canadians since. Who's the most complicated player you ever seen for the Canadians play? I know it's Cock and Yemi, but yeah, since yeah. who's the most complicated player to play for the Canadians ever since Cock and Yemi? That's a that's that's a good question, right? Um, I'd, I'd 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 have to start thinking back to uh, to some of the guys that have played uh, for the Montreal Canadiens. Complicated, yeah, because Cock and Yemi is a complicated hockey player he just he does he does uh, and I, i've tried to explain this on uh on tsn yeah. uh, 690 and people get mad they're like why are you always picking on cock and yummy i'm like i'm not picking on him i'm like yeah, yeah. he just does things on the ice where i wonder why he does this yeah it's like he has a, he he has a unique hockey sense i'm not yeah, saying it's yeah. a bad hockey sense it's just he, he he's unique in the way he thinks the game I'm now I'm trying to think, and I said that question without knowing an answer. By the way, yeah. you know, comment below. What are your questions of the day? Yeah, I like it. I like it. I'm gonna go with that. Okay, so and then let's move to the fourth line. All right, I, I think without RB, uh, the 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 Maroon Johnson, uh, sorry, Maroon Johnson, can you help me out, Colton Ross, uh, Ross Colton. Um, I'm still gonna give it the Habs. You know what? I'm still gonna give it to the Habs on that one. I'll give yeah, the Habs I like that. You know, Sean, I, I like the little guy, so maybe that's why I'm gonna say I like Tyler Johnson a lot. Um, yeah, he was he was a, he was a premier offensive player in this league for a long time. Now he's playing a bit of a different role, uh, but I'm with you. I give the edge to the Canadians. Okay, so that's fours. That's defense. That's goalies. That's our breakdown. All right, Mitch. so we we, we got to get to it now. Okay, so who do you over. have? Well, I was gonna say, who do you have? Are you sticking with your pick, or are you changing your mind? No, Mitch, I can't change my mind. Well, you can change your, who do you think is going to win the Stanley Cup based on all the information you have right now? Tampa Bay. You still think Tampa Bay? Look, I, before the playoffs started, picked Tampa Bay. Nothing that has happened in these playoffs has made me change my mind. And it has nothing to do with what the Canadians have done. It has everything to do with what the Tampa Bay Lightning have done. And sure. everything that the Tampa Bay Lightning have done is exactly what I thought they were going to do. Okay. And, that, and that is win games 8 nothing, Game 7, elimination, one nothing. Oh, you need to squeeze out a 2-1 game. Could do it. Oh, we're down. Oh, we had some power plays. 6-4. They can... Tampa Bay is the best team in the National Hockey League. And they will win back-to-back Stanley Cups. Huh. All right. I understand I'm where sorry. you're coming. Yeah, I understand I, where you're I, coming from. Don't 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 apologize to me. You know I have uh, no skin in this game. I know. You However, don't. I I'll tell you, 
that I have no idea who's going to win, obviously, as, as, as oh, you don't. So I guess I don't sing a lot. But um, for my pick, I am going to say two things here. Because I think logic says that if I put the two rosters up against each other, the Tampa Bay Lightning are the better team. Mm-hmm. However, if I put up the Leafs roster against the Canadians roster, I thought the Leafs were the better team. And when I put up the Jets roster against the Canadians roster, I thought the Jets were the better team. And when I put the Vegas Golden Knights roster up against the Montreal Canadiens roster, I thought the Vegas Golden Knights were the better team. So the better team on paper doesn't always win because the game isn't played on paper. It's played on the ice. Oh, I by think, the way, on, on that, by the way, I don't want to interrupt your, your thing. Right. I picked the Habs to beat the Leafs. I picked the Habs to beat the Jets. And I picked the Habs to beat Vegas. So I just want you to say, so you know that. And you and, know, I, and you thought I was pandering. I was not pandering when I made those. Continue. And as you know, I picked the, the Canadians to beat the Jets. Mm. I didn't pick them to beat the Leafs or the Knights, though. <laughs> but I did. Yeah, I know you did. Uh, so the game isn't played on paper. It's played on the ice. Absolutely. I think that the Canadians have this feel of being a team of destiny. There's Sometimes something about that. Team, there's something about that. The, uh, there's just a team that gets on a roll, and they don't stop until they win the Stanley cup, the Canadians to me feel like that team. And I think that the team that plays most similar to the Canadians out of anybody in the playoffs is the New York Islanders and the New York Islanders took the Canadian, uh, took the lightning to game seven and lost by one goal. So I think the Canadians are slightly better than the Islanders. I like where you're going. I think that's slightly better is the difference between losing one nothing in game seven and winning two one or one nothing yourself in game seven. So I'm going to take uh, the Montreal Canadiens to win the series, Sean, because I think they are a team of destiny. And I think the one thing that will make a big difference for Tampa Bay is how difficult it truly is to win the Stanley Cup and to do it in back to back years. We saw the Pittsburgh Penguins do it pretty recently. And before that, we had to go all the way back to Detroit. It's hard yeah. to win. It's hard to go to the Stanley Cup final two yeah. years in a row. That's something we don't see. So Congratulations the, the role that the Lightning are is impressive. Yeah. But I'm going to say because of the miles, because of how hard it was to win last year, because all the bounces can't go your way in two straight playoffs, and because of the fact that I think the Canadians are just a team of destiny, I'm going to take the Canadians to win the series. All right, that's and Mitch, I get I get everything you're saying because I kind of feel a little bit what you're talking about. So I did throw this out on Twitter. I, I know you saw my Twitter today. Yeah. And uh, I'm going to say this on the podcast. I'm going to say this on the air on TSN 690. Look, I can't go against what I thought was going to happen before the playoffs and switch mid. I thought Tampa was winning the Stanley Cup. Now Tampa's playing Montreal. Did I think Montreal was going to play Tampa in the Stanley Cup final? No. Oh, that was me tapping Colorado. Okay. So I feel like the fact that I took Tampa, Mitch, because I'm, I don't know, I'm different. I feel like I should be punished if the Habs win. I took Tampa. So I'm looking for punishment ideas. And I'm going to turn to our podcast. I'm going to turn to TSN 690. I'm going to turn to Twitter at Sean R. Campbell. I'm going to ask for some punishment ideas. You have to get them in quick because game one is on Monday. But I will take those punishment ideas 
and the top four in different categories will go down. The worst one will be the have sweep. And then you have haves in five, whatever happens. I don't know. I don't know what the punishment idea is. I need to brainstorm and I need our listeners, our viewers to help me brainstorm. So help me brainstorm at Sean R. Campbell. Check me out on Twitter. Check out Post Game Pints on Twitter. Punishments, why? Look, I took Tampa. I'm not changing it. I know the team, the Canadians are a team of destiny, Mitch. I know you can kind of feel it. You've seen it. They won five games in overtime. I know the Canadians in 93 won 10. Five is insane. Well, five is the even... second most. It's the second most all time uh, in Canadians franchise history. Which five is insane. It's, it's a big So one. I'm just, I'm just throwing it out there. Um, I, I'm ready to be punished if the Canadians win. I'm from Montreal. I work the Habs postgame show. We do the five-minute postgame shows on postgame pints. Check them out after every single game here on Postgame Pints Podcast. I just, I, I'm, I'm accepting the punishment. I said Tampa Bay before the playoffs started. I can't switch, Mitch. You know I can't. You know I wasn't going to. I'm sorry. I'm sticking with Tampa Bay over Montreal. Punish me if the Habs win. Send your comments below. All right, Sean. On that note, I'll let you go. Enjoy uh, the Taras. Enjoy Tampa? Tampa Bay. Yeah. Try Is, to get a 10. Yeah, I know. There might be a Montreal hospital in the background here. <laughs> and uh, for anybody listening, uh, thank you for doing so. And don't forget to uh, like, subscribe, comment, do all the things. Uh, because we appreciate your support and we appreciate the support of LeBron's Brewery as well. The best beer you'll find anywhere in the city of Montreal. Check out their terrace. It's better than the one I'm on right now. <laughs> See you, Sean. Later. Well, how's that for your entertainment value? They've done their job very, very well. Awesome! No, 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 no. Come on. VBF.